Uh, John, I've got uh, I've got two crisps chips for you. Uh, these are well, I, I hyped this up a bit on Mastodon as the most ambitious crossover in history. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw that and I was like, wow, I'm not sure what it's crossing over with, but hey, here it is. <laughs> yeah, that, well, this was my first thought. Was right. Firstly, I'm going to have to explain what these flavors are, what so these flavors what are, what the crossover about. is, what 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 is going on here. Yeah, so these are for the for the British people in the audience. They're Walkers, either Monster Munch or Watsits flavors. Um, so these are these are normal crisps, chips. You have, you have I think they're they're called Lay's in the US. Yep. You know, just normal normal chips. Mm-hmm. But they are flavored based on other types of chips and snacks. So Watsits, that's an easy one. Those are Cheetos. They're basically just Cheetos. Got it. Got it. So what they've done is put Cheetos, or in this case, what's its flavor, on a normal crisp. All right, so just cheese, cheese, cheese crisps. Which I mean, they probably existed before, but these are in particular what's its flavored ones. So people who are into that might be into the chips too. Exactly, and and having had what's its and Cheetos, I can confirm they're basically the same. Um, so you, you can kind of get a sense of what these are going to taste. Yeah, like. I can imagine what that would be like. Monster Munch is a little bit more difficult to explain. So these are, like normally Monster Munch are a sort of a monster claw looking crisp. Uh-huh. Um, and they have, I think it's like three flavors. There's pickled onion, there's a, a beef one, and a flaming hot. Um, in, in this case, pickled onion, which is, a, I, I'm going to assume that that's not a common flavor in the US no, for, ne- for crisps. Ne- <laughs> no, neither is beef for that matter. Right. Okay. Okay. So we're we're getting somewhere. We're working. This I, I'm fil- I'm familiar with. Yeah, I'm familiar with meat flavored chips from my my travels abroad. You know, mm-hmm. the the, uh, the chicken flavored potato chips and other things like that. Yeah. Yeah. So so monster munch pickled onion. It, it's a pretty standard um, bag of crisps. Like most people in the UK would know what they are. Sure. And they've taken this pickled onion flavor. And put it on standard Walker's crisps, and these are horrible. Um, I think <laughs> I think I posted these are these are an affront to humanity. Um, they were absolutely disgusting. I don't really how so because like a, a flavor that's big here is like sour cream and onion. Now I'm not a big sour cream and onion mm-hmm. fan. That's usually a a dip, but you know on chips it's been reduced to some sort of powder form and coated all over the chips. Uh, so I would think that anything that was just kind of onion based might work on uh, on one of these chips, these Walker chips. Yeah, I I don't know what it is because the the normal Monster Munch, like I say, they're like a a corn snack sort of mm-hmm. you know 3d monster claw type thing and the flavor works amazingly well there on these walkers i did not enjoy them at all interesting um, i had a pack of these and i took the rest of them to the office and gave them to other people because i just <laughs> couldn't couldn't handle it our monster is monster munch a little bit like those takis thing or tackies remember we talked about those that i had here and that you couldn't find for a long time yeah I, that's probably i think that's a corn type yeah of thing. it's that sort of thing yeah yeah, it is that sort of thing. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so, so I, originally I bought the Monster Munch ones, um, and then I said to Jess, oh, I'm probably going to have to go and buy the Watsits ones. <laughs> it's for the show, like, not not for me. <laughs> um, Absolutely. They have got another... F- 
They have got one more of these, which I haven't bothered trying, and it's it's a Doritos Flaming Hot version that are on the normal crisp, but I'm like, that doesn't seem that different, so I'm not going to bother with those. Yeah, no, that, that doesn't seem that different to me either, and I'm familiar with those. We have Flaming Hot here as well, so that's a, a little... Mm-hmm. A little common ground right there. I actually, not too long ago, had dill pickle chips, potato chips. And they were quite good. They were quite good. They were surprisingly good. You know what they were like a little bit? Yeah. Have you ever had like salt and, vine- salt and vinegar chips? Mm-hmm. Yes. They, yeah, yeah that's, that's a really common flavor. Here. Yeah, I thought so. So it, they were a lot like that, but with a hint of dill flavor too. Interesting. Yeah, that that does sound good. Yeah, that was decent. That was decent. My son came home with those one day from the grocery store. He likes he's he's at home for the summer from college, and when he's bored, he walks over to the uh, the local supermarket and buys himself snacks and brings them back. And I I sit here and watch <laughs> on my watch on my Apple Watch to see what the balance is that he buys. I see, you know, ten dollars charged at the uh, the local supermarket. So. <laughs> that's kind of my life and he's just coming back with whatever chips he finds yes chips although today i sent him out i actually sent him out for dill strangely enough because i'm going to be making a cucumber salad for dinner because my we were at my sister-in-law's over the weekend and she has a big vegetable garden and she sent us home with lots of zucchini garlic uh, cucumbers and hot peppers Ooh, very nice yeah yeah so i'll be doing some cooking all right. I want to tell you about a TV show that I watched that I really shouldn't have done. I did it last night. I had this notion, Rob. You know, you get these ideas, strange mm-hmm. ideas for stories every now and then. That's kind of like my my brain is, is a story idea machine for Mac stories. And one of the things I thought to myself around the time that the 15th anniversary of the App Store was celebrated, which was roughly a week ago, I thought, you know what? I wonder whatever happened to all the apps that were on the TV show Planet of the Apps. I wonder how many of those are still still around. So I I gave myself an assignment. I said, you know what? I'm going to rewatch. Well, I'm going to actually watch for the first time most of it. I was going to watch Planet of the Apps, Mm kind of make a list, do a little research on the App Store, and see what exactly has happened. And you know what? It's exactly what you would expect. Almost none of these are available. And I will admit, I only watched the first episode and I skipped through it, uh, you know, mm-hmm. at, my, at my desk, at my computer, because it was so bad. And there's, but there's so much about this show that I had forgotten that it's just so weird. First of all, I had a hard time finding it because it's not in the TV app, yeah. right? It's, it's actually part of... An Apple, you can get it as part of an Apple Music subscription. Still, it's part of the video that, <laughs> that, that's in the music app. So, what you have to do is you have to go to the music app, search for Planet of the Apps, make sure you search the Apple Music section and not your library, of course, and then you can download the episodes just like they were uh, music videos and watch them that way. They will show up in the TV app once they're downloaded. But they can't be searched from the TV app itself, which I thought was, which is what confused me initially because I had the original episode downloaded from ages ago, or at least in my library from ages ago. And so when I searched in the TV app, it found it. And then I couldn't understand why I couldn't find the other ones until I remembered that it was on uh, Apple Music and not in 
the TV service. So I, once I did that, I started watching. And this was 2017 that this came out, beginning of 2017. And the first thing that these contestants had to do, and they were, you know, they were vying for, they had to basically do a, a quick pitch. If their quick pitch was picked up by one of the judges, they paired with the judge developed their idea, turned it into an app, and then pitched it to VC. And they had the opportunity to be featured on the app store and get VC, sweet, sweet VC money, right? <laughs> that, that's, that's the whole thing in a nutshell. Well, that first quick pitch, they ride an escalator down from a second floor to the first floor where the judges are sitting. Why they're doing this, I don't know. But they're riding on an escalator. Oh, what, I, what? Let me stop you right there. I'm looking at the Wikipedia page now, and it says, for a visual idea of an elevator pitch. Yeah, um, yes, but it wasn't an elevator. And all it reminded... Oh, it's not. No. You know what it, you know what it reminded me of? <laughs> it's an escalator. It, it reminded yeah. me of Donald Trump. Because this was a year after Donald Trump came down an escalator to announce his... You know, he was a candidate for president of the United States. And all I can think of is that mm -hmm. somehow someone got it in their head that that was part of the zeitgeist of 2017 and a good thing to do, which, you know, in hindsight, probably not. <laughs> so there's that. Definitely part. not. And the the judges were, <laughs> were Gary Vaynerchuk, who was just a buffoon, Gwyneth Paltrow, who yes, kind of a weirdo. <laughs> Jessica Alba, who yeah. I mean, she had. I didn't listen closely enough to hear what her business was, but I didn't really. She didn't strike me as an app person. And will mm -hmm. I am? Who yep. who is basically? If you wanted to find one person over the course of. Uh, technology taking off and people making a lot of money in Silicon Valley and you wanted to find the one person who had been attached to every big failure and never made that money, it would be Will I Am, I think. <laughs> the guy's pretty notoriously uh, tied to a bunch of really bad tech ideas. Anyway, uh, that's enough of uh, giving the judges a hard time. But this is a pretty... And then, you know, it's just it's just ponderous that that zane lowe is the host of the whole thing <laughs> zane lowe just at this point in time had just had so much money thrown at him by apple to do he's like yeah i'll do i'll do anything <laughs> it's like whatever just right. give me the money i'll do it <laughs> yeah so i got through <laughs> yeah this was a this was a very strange point in in apple's like i mean this wasn't even part of the tv push at that point this was just apple music like there was nothing to do with the tv at that at right this point. right and had and yet it had nothing to do with music and when you when you look at it you realize that it's kind of a, a minor miracle that uh, apple tv plus is as good as it is because this was no indication that anything good was coming down the road at all uh, I got through just the one episode, Rob. I had to stop. There are 10 episodes. And I, it, it, oh, it, <laughs> 10 seems like a lot. It is a lot. They're each an hour long. They're not very good. And, you know, it was just sort of sad because I was watching these people who are, you know, really eager about their ideas. 
and they're coming down and they're being judged by these people who, as far as I can tell, were just basically unqualified to decide whether they had a good idea or not. And when I went searching for their apps, all but a couple were non-existent. I thought, you know, this isn't a good story. This is just sad. <laughs> so I, 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 I pulled the plug on that project. The, the two apps that I found... Um, there was the two apps that I found that were still around was in one of the montages of the people who they didn't even show on the escalator, who didn't even get the time of day from any of the judges. One was like a, a, uh, a mother's nursing app. And that one is still around and charging mm-hmm. like a hundred dollars a year for subscriptions. So good on them for bucking the trend and not listening to, right. not listening to Gary V or Gwyneth and going on and, hopefully having a successful app that's been around for quite a while now. And another one, which was a uh, student study aid, kind of like a Pomodoro timer type of app that's still around. So uh, those are the two that were still around. And neither of those neither of those were the winners by any means. And all the rest of them, as far as I can tell, they just you know disappeared. They all said that they've been removed from the app store. I find it quite telling that the Wikipedia page for this show doesn't even bother listing all of the apps. No. It only lists the apps for the first episode. <laughs> well, it's, it's funny. It's funny you should say. So when I was looking, when I was doing this research, I thought, well, I'm going to watch and I'll write down the apps as I go. And then I was Googling around a little bit and I found an article on 9to5Mac that did exactly the same thing. It listed the 10 apps or something mm-hmm. or seven apps, whatever it was from the first episode. And then they never wrote about the show again. <laughs> and apparently no one else did either. Cause I could <laughs> find almost nothing about the show on, on Google. No, like we have Wikipedia pages with the most minute, insignificant details about yes. various people or events or whatever. This nobody's bothered. Everybody's looked at this page and gone, I'm not watching 10 hours of TV just to fill out this list. Forget it. <laughs> exactly. So, you, so what I did, I thought, well, 2023 isn't the right time, but you never know. So I downloaded all 10. <laughs> just to, excellent. Right. Right. And, and then I thought, you know what? I'm not, I've, I've spent, I've spent an hour of my day almost doing this. I don't have a story that I want to write. Instead, I'm going to talk to Rob about it. Yeah, no, that, that's that's good. That's, you're, you're you're recycling. You know, you've, yes. you've started. You think it's going to be one thing. Indeed, <laughs> you bring it here instead. Indeed. So <laughs> I, I I highly recommend that you don't watch Planet of the Apps. Don't don't let curiosity get the best of you. Don't don't sit there thinking, well, maybe I'll fill out that Wikipedia page. Because you know what, you're not going to get no. any, you're not going to get any glory for that. I think it'll probably get like five hits in the next five years. So uh, I would, I would, yeah. I would and then, and then what? And then I'm what Planet of the Apps guy? Like, <laughs> yeah, you are you? Yeah, Rob, that's that guy who watched all of the Planet of the Apps. <laughs> See, I like doing kind of these weird, these weird Apple stories once in a while. I did one about on the, I think it was like the five year anniversary of the App Store review guideline comic book that Apple did. In mm-hmm. I think yeah. it was 2016 at WWDC because I remember it was it was Federico's first WWDC and I was I wasn't with him and I was watching the ADAs via streaming and was going to write a quick story and then join him for something 
And as soon as they came out, they started talking about this comic book and I texted him about it. He's like, they made a what? And it was, you know, it was, and I still have it because it was a downloadable PDF. And I think the link still works if you find my story on Mac stories about this, but they had a bunch of comic book artists basically draw stories around various app store guidelines. And this was a long time ago. So it was early days of the app store, really. I think it was one of the first big revisions the, of the um, app review guidelines and a very different world where the relationship between developers and Apple was a little different. And I don't think that a comic book would probably go over too well in the in 2023 the way it, it went over fine in 2016. No. Yeah. Yeah, so I found the article, so I'm gonna I'm gonna have a little browse through that later, um, and obviously we'll put it in the show notes as well. Yeah, they handed out they handed out physical copies of them to people who were there. Oh, did they somewhere? I that would make me end up on eBay somewhere. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they did. I'm pretty sure they did. All I've got is the uh, is the PDF version, though. Sadly. All right, Rob, we got one more topic. You've been busy once again. Building web apps. What do you have for us today? Yeah, so you may remember last episode, I, I mentioned a podcast, Hemispheric Views, um, right. which was, I mentioned this in relation to Arcadia, the game. Um, and this is a show I've come to relatively recently. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to do the back catalog because I've got, I've got a lot of spare time to listen to podcasts because I'm you know, walk into the park with, with my child or, you know, mm-hmm. doing whatever. So I've got a lot of time to listen to podcasts. I can't really do anything else. And then I thought, okay, so I've done like 70 odd episodes of this or, or will, will have done by the time I finish. And I thought, how, how long is that? And I'm not just going to sit there and count it and add it up. Cause that's, that's boring. And I'll get that wrong. So I started writing a script to take the RSS feed and count up. And then I thought, well, this might be of interest to people. So then it turned into this whole thing where you can paste an RSS feed in and it will <laughs> give you the total amount of time a podcast has taken. Wow. Wow. That's really cool. That's really cool. So you did it. I, I guess you did it with a few different podcasts just to kind of check out what the results are, right? Yeah. So there's a couple of, obviously, because it's podcast, there doesn't actually seem to be a standard. So some shows uh, like ours reports it as so if it's an hour and 10 minutes it will have one colon 10 mm. colon however many seconds but then there's also the other way some people do it which is in um, minutes so all the relay shows report their duration just in minutes total minutes for a for a show oh, i didn't know that so i had i had to have i think it was relay there was definitely somewhere else where there was a whole bunch of shows where it was reported in minutes rather than rather than the way that we do it um so i had to sort of handle that in the code but for the most part i've had a few people sort of say oh my feed doesn't work because it's missing a duration for like one episode so i've handled that and up added some updates but um but yeah it was like a fun little sort of it didn't take too long maybe an hour or so um just to sort of put this together and you paste an rss feed in you can find out how long you know, whatever podcast, for example, if you've listened to every episode of Connected, that's 674 hours. Um, I'm not sure you should go back and listen to all of those. (laughs) We've done 90 hours. That's pretty good. I'm I'm kind of surprised. Yeah, and I added the the average as well. So we're averaging 32 minutes and 52 seconds an episode. So 
which is about right. It seems yep. seems pretty reasonable. Yep, sounds right to me. Uh-huh. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I like these little little. Th- uh, I'm I'm doing app stories right now while we're talking. I am. Uh, yeah, you. I, I like what you've been doing with these. I'm. I'm, I'm oh, of course, so I just copied the the word RSS. I didn't copy the link. You know, I gotta talk to. You. I gotta. <laughs> that does not work. Like no, that. you know, it's not. It, Alex was being clever on the App Stories website. I don't know if. Let's oh, of course, because you have the fancy copy button. Yeah, we actually the button actually does the copy, and I'm used to having to do uh, copy link. We've done on App Stories mm-hmm. 253 hours or so. Wow, that's of the, pl- that the, pl- that's... the plus version with all the extra extra time, which it doesn't go back to the yeah. beginning of time, but it goes back a couple of years at least. So. Anyway, yeah. So this was, you know, I I don't know how many people are using it. Um, you know, a couple of people sort of reached out and said, "Oh, it's cool. Look how many episodes I've done of mine." But you know, it's there. It's 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 kind of useful, I guess, if people want to use it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, I, I always think that those kind of stats are kind of interesting. I would never have been able to kind of guess that off the top of my head. The average looks right to me for app mm. stories, which is about forty five minutes, a little under that. So that's roughly about right. Yeah. It's funny when we started that show, we we thought we were going to keep it under. We we tried to keep it under thirty minutes, and eventually we just gave up because we realized people mm-hmm. didn't really care much how long it was. <laughs> Maybe they did at the beginning <laughs> when they weren't sure whether they wanted to commit, but uh, over the course of time, yeah. it hasn't really mattered much one way or the other. But uh, you've got to got got a lot of work to go to catch up with. We got family, Rob. You got to get that thing going to get it up there with uh, get it up there with with ruminate. Yeah, well, I mean, episode two has been edited today, so uh, next episode's out on Monday, um, and then yeah, then I think we're recording another one this week. So yeah, it's it's all going smoothly. Um, one other thing I didn't mention actually the <laughs> the podcast duration thing. I ended up talking to Joe Steele on Twitter, uh-huh. um, and, and they have a podcast defocused on the Incomparable Network, which is a movie podcast, right? Um, and, and I made I made a joke. I said, oh, but I wonder if you've done. Which is longer, like your show or the runtime of all the movies you reviewed? <laughs> right. Uh, so I then made Defocused versus the Movies, which is a separate website, oh. which takes their RSS feed and then also gathers the runtime for every movie they've reviewed to see which is longer. Um, turns out it's the movies by a significant amount. Oh, okay. <laughs> that, was, that was another fun sort of little side project. Yeah, that is cool. That's very cool. Huh. I, I yeah, Defocus is a nice show, a really good show. People should check it out if they're into movies. All right, Rob. But yes, they should. It, we are. I think we're done for a day, huh? Yeah, we. I, I think we're done for the day, um, and we'll be All we'll right. be back in a couple of weeks, barring any scheduling conflicts. But I think we're good. 